All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Sunday, April 4th. Happy Easter uh, to those of you who celebrate Easter. After I record and publish this video, I'm actually going to go in our backyard and hide some Easter eggs for my son. Uh, with stimulus at this point, we're in a bit of a holding a pattern. As many of you know, there should be more money going out every day. As I mentioned yesterday, the IRS is starting to work on what they're calling a plus up payments for people whose eligibility for a stimulus payment changed positively as a result of their 2020 tax return. So if anything changed for you uh, that could affect your eligibility in a good way, for example, maybe you had lower income in 2020 than you did in 2019, you might have added a dependent in 2020, I would say get those tax taxes in as soon as possible so the IRS has time to review that information and revise your payments. Uh, but other than that, we're still waiting for a payment date for Veterans Affairs beneficiaries. The only thing we've heard from the IRS about you folks right now is the IRS estimates that your economic impact payments uh, will be dispersed by mid-April. Actually, they said could be dispersed by mid-April. Um, hopefully that means we'll get a payment date in um, hopefully this week for y'all. Uh, but until then, it looks like the people in that group will just have to wait for more information. For other recipients of federal benefits who do not file a tax return, I am seeing more and more people seeing that Get My Payment has been updated for them, and they're seeing an expected payment date of April 7th, which we've been talking about here on the channel for the past week or so. So that's good news for those folks. All right, let's move on to congressional news. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg has been making the media rounds to promote the American Jobs Plan for the administration. Earlier today, he told ABC, I'm having a lot of conversations with Republicans in the House and Senate who have been wanting to do something big on infrastructure for years. We may not agree about every piece of it, but this is one area where the American people absolutely want to see us get it done. I don't think in the next 50 years we're going to see another time when we have this combination of a demonstrated need, bipartisan interest, widespread impatience, and a very supportive president who is committed. Now, he talked a lot about bipartisanship here. Obviously, it's easier for the Democrats if they can get enough Republicans on board to avoid reconciliation, and it looks good for any administration to pass legislation with input from both sides. On the other hand, we know how tough it can be to get bipartisan support for a major bill like this, especially in the current climate, and especially when the infrastructure plan will repeal some of the Trump tax cuts that Republicans pushed so hard for a few years back, as well as introduce a lot of new spending. So Buttigieg kind of uh, hedged his bet here. He said, one way or the other, we've got to get it done. Personally, I think the other is a lot more likely than the one way at this point, uh, based on what we've seen from Congress over the past few months uh, during the initial phase here, the Biden administration. That's also going to depend on the parliamentarian's ruling with respect to reconciliation. If she allows the Democrats to move on to reconciliation bills for fiscal year, then there will be a lot less pressure on them to pack all of their priorities into a single piece of legislation. Again, that ruling uh, could have happened as early as last week. It didn't happen. Hopefully we'll hear an official word sometime this week. Another issue that's been floating around recently is the filibuster. Obviously, progressives in the Democratic caucus feel that the filibuster is limiting what they can accomplish in the Senate, and it's clearly going to be difficult for them to get 10 Republican votes on things like voting rights, tax increases, Medicare for all, etc., all those progressive priorities. Another question there is whether they'll be able to get 50 votes from their own caucus in the Senate uh, on their on the progressive priorities, right? And Paul Kane from the Washington Post wrote a really incisive article on what exactly the filibuster would be able to help the Democrats accomplish. He noted that only 42 of the 50 senators who caucus with the Democrats voted to increase the minimum wage to $15 an hour, which means that even without the filibuster, they would likely have trouble getting those votes together 
Anyway, similarly, Joe Manchin released a statement a couple weeks back on the Democrats' voting rights bill. He said, pushing through legislation of this magnitude on a partisan basis may garner short-term benefits, but will inevitably only exacerbate the distrust that millions of Americans harbor against the U.S. government. So again, even if the other 49 senators were on board, there's a good chance that Manson would hold this back on his own. And finally, Medicare for All only had 15 co-sponsors in the Senate last year. These are all key points in the progressive agenda that would probably still be impossible to pass, even if they only needed 50 votes. The legislative filibuster went away. Now, that's not to say they won't be able to do anything at all without the filibuster, right? For example, they might have the opportunity uh, to pass the DREAM Act, right, to give permanent uh, status to DREAMers who came here as children. Uh, But there are many other progressive priorities that would still fall short of the 50-vote threshold, even within the Democratic caucus itself. So there will be progressives pushing to eliminate the filibuster throughout the Biden administration. I think that's a given. But at this point, it's hard to see that transforming the dynamics in the Senate when there's already so much division within the Democratic caucus itself. More likely, in my view, is a return to the talking filibuster, which would require senators to actually take the floor and talk if they want to make use of the filibuster. We've seen support for that from Joe Manchin. Uh, Joe Biden, for that, um, for those purposes, Dick Durbin, um, other senators, even though it wouldn't go so far as removing the filibuster entirely, I think it would still be better than nothing for a lot of progressives. All right, everybody, that's all I have for you on this Easter Sunday. Hopefully we will get new information from the IRS this week, especially for those of you who receive veterans benefits. Uh, as I mentioned, the most current estimate for you folks was uh, mid-April. So hopefully the IRS will give us a payment date in the near future. And for those of you who receive other kinds of federal benefits and who did not file a tax return, uh, like I said at the beginning of the video, please be sure to check get my payment this weekend. I'm seeing a lot of reports of that being updated for you folks, just like we thought it would be. Uh, and many of you are seeing a payment date of uh, April 7th, right? So uh, that's this Wednesday. I hope it comes soon for you folks. All right, everybody, I'm signing off now. I got to go hide those eggs. Bye-bye.